It's Art Chung. And it's Drewski. And if you want to sponsor our show... Please, Maple please, you should probably sponsor. Yes, please, we do need it. I want the monies. But no, on a serious note, <laughs> <laughs> we want you to sponsor our show. This show could be your show, too. So hit us up at info at media 40 f o r t y t w o. Com. So that's info at media42.com. And let us know. We'll send our rates. And maybe the show could be sponsored by you. you. Mm. Link in our description. By description, I mean in the details of the podcast. That's right. It's the Maple Syrup Podcast, baby. Cheer. I like syrup rich and delicious. Well, my syrup is very thick and rich. <laughs> you like maple syrup on your pancakes? Canadian made with no artificial ingredients. This is... What is this called again? (laughs) This is the Maple Syrup Podcast. (laughs) It's the Maple Syrup Podcast. Ah, this is going to be a horrible episode. Um, (laughs) Follow me, R-D-O-T-C-H-U-N-G on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, follow the Maple Syrup Podcast on Maple Syrup Podcast, obviously on Instagram. Maple Syrup Show on Twitter. Don't ask me because I know you. Wow. Uh, Maple Syrup Show on Twitter. And yeah, we're on Spotify. Big shout outs to Wise and the whole team at ICN. Hey. Um, big shout out to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, mm-hmm. all them ting there. Big shout out to Free Goods Podcast. On hiatus, <coughs> but yes, shout outs. <laughs> Okay, so I've been talking about this young lady for quite some time. Um, Why are you talking about me? Because you're our guest on the show. Listen, it's it, listen. It's too early for this. I thought you meant like talking, like you know what I mean, like disparagingly. No, 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 okay. no, never, never. I would never do. I such just don't want to have to come up here and hear and fight. That's all. I would never. Well, probably leaving work would be such a hard thing to deal with because you, it seems like you can't get out of your house. You know what? <laughs> Continue. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those uh one of those days it's gonna be a great show it's gonna, it, it will be it will be and i'm not gonna keep you too long because <laughs> okay so in past episodes mm-hmm. we, like like i said we're on we're, we're both we both share a platform on icn mm-hmm. so big shout out to wise and that whole crew over there in new york um but i, I will say this she kind of beat me to the punch of starting a podcast oh no i will say that because one thing I can definitely say about, you know, said said guest is how long have we known each other for? Oh, uh, oh, now I have to think about when that wedding was. That was about almost five, five six years ago. Years. Has been four or five, four or five years. Right. Yeah. Because, OK, so here's a scenario. We were both at this wedding. Good friends of ours, mutual friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, big shout to Sarah. I, she's I guess she's doing her thing on YouTube, too. Like with all the yeah, tutorials and things. I love it. Um. So we 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 go to this this wedding. Were you the be- were you the maid of honor? No, 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 no. I was I was a bridesmaid though. Okay, yeah. but you're a, but you're a good up good up friend to her. <laughs> and for all my Jamaican Caribbean people, you know what a good up good up good up friend Since is. It's great right? nine. Um, wait, did you go to what school? Did you go to? We went to Jay Clark. Lies. Wait, did you go to prom? No. The prom the year. No, no, no. Because I left halfway through. I went there for grade nine and ten, and then I moved to Scarborough. Okay. Yeah. yeah so yeah. here's the thing, because I went to. Sarah's prom. So that's where I initially met Sarah. Oh, yeah. No, I wasn't there. Okay. Because, yeah. 
uh, that 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 you know when people pierce into your soul mm-hmm. that look they yeah she was doing that and i was with my prom date at that time That's so they so her and her croonies her gang whatever mm-hmm. anyway fast forward she gets married <laughs> to my you know my good buddy john jay's in the or our guest is in i can't give the name just yet is in the wedding party and then i think i i think you approached me and i approached she's like yeah i know who you are but you're very stinkish was I? Yeah. No, you know why? Because I think we had been in spaces in passing before, but we hadn't, like, spoken. Right. Like, we'd been, like, kind of around the same... People. Whatever, like, industry, whatever spaces. Right. But we hadn't spoken before then. But not knowing the dexterity of what... You see the word I use there I for like you? it. The dexterity of of how um, involved you were. Because we, obviously, we'll probably see each other at concerts or at yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah, Exactly. You know, in symposiums, you know, whatever. Little talk sessions, whatever. Mm-hmm. But not realizing when I go and ask, who's this 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 person by the name of Jay Fiasco that I know about? Mm-hmm. She's a, an accomplished writer. I mean, I can't even go down the list of who you've written for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flair. Uh, who, oh, God. BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed. OK Player. Mm-hmm. Keep going. <laughs> Complex. Keep going. Well, that's that's that story's changing now. <laughs> um and so much more. Yeah. Um, not to mention she's very articulate and very outspoken <laughs> yes. on Twitter. Yes. Very much so. <laughs> um but I I will say she is a carnivalist too. Mm-hmm. So wherever carnival are you going to St. Lucia Carnival, by the way? I really want to. Last year I went for a wedding, but we were basically like we were like too early. Right. So we got to go to like a fet. Right. And then, like, basically the day we were leaving, the road march was, the like, the following the f- day. Oh, yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. Anywhere our carnival is, mm-hmm. this girl is there. I'm going to be in St. Lucia, by the way. Are you? Yes, I am. Have you been before? No. It's I heard it's beautiful. beautiful. You have to go to um, uh, Soufriere. And yep. um and the sulfur springs. That's what I've told. That's what I've uh, been told. And there's a reason why because we actually last episode so probably the previous episode prior to you mm-hmm. we had a Saint Lucian artist by the name of Ko. Okay. By way of Halifax, Nova Scotia, and I'm gonna link up with him down there. Crossing fingers, I can still go. Sick. But listen, she's actually on her way out of Toronto and moving to the Big Apple known as New York City to join on a full time basis the team at Complex, not Complex Canada. The real complex. Trying to. No, no. You're moving to New York, so you're joining the team of complex. I mean, they don't know that yet, but... No, no. You Listen, once they get a little taste of Jay, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like Max. Once you go black, you can't go... There you go. You can't go back. Let's make some noise one time for my good friend, my sister, Jay Fiasco of the Free Goods Podcast in the building. Clap it up, clap it up. What's going on, my dear? I know that's a big introduction I gave you. I know, that was super long, but I enjoyed it. I like being introduced so illustriously. Sometimes you have to, you know, stroke the ego. I like it. You have have to stroke the ego because our love for not just music per se, but also Canadian music Mm -hmm. um, shines a light. Obviously, you know, me working at a radio station, you working at a magazine or wherever, depending on whatever you're writing or whoever you're writing for, mm-hmm. you're getting a lot of submissions. Oh, yes. You know, and um, prior to that conversation or when we kind of get into the thick of that, I just want to, like, I don't know, pick your brain, although it's not really too cheap to pick your brain because okay. probably a correspondence like this or a talk like this probably costs you, like, 50 bucks an hour. Well, you're so extra, but you're so right. I'm going to limit it to, like, 25 <laughs> minutes flat. How and where did this love of 
or this this love of art or the art because writing is not just writing it's an art form yeah of course um where did this love of writing come about um honestly it's been like the only thing i've ever been good at in my life mm. so i've I, I can't remember a time that i didn't write it's mm-hmm. just i always wrote about different things um i think I was in the sixth grade when I knew that I wanted to be a journalist. I just didn't know how I was going to get there mm-hmm. necessarily. Um, but yeah, I've always written. Like I remember my mom always told this, tells a story about how um, I got in trouble my very first day of kindergarten because when, <laughs> like it was like art time, so I was making my little like comic book and drawing my pictures and writing my little story. Mm-hmm. And then the teacher was like, oh, it's circle time. I'm like, that's cute. I'm still writing my story <laughs> and I got sent to the office. So like I was just very like immersed in 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 writing and reading and, and as a kid. Right. So um yeah, it's 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 really been like the only thing I've ever really been super passionate about. What's your background again? Um my mom is Jamaican and my dad is Trini. Mm. It starts <laughs> at a very young age. What, uh, what is that supposed to mean? It starts at a very young age. Because you're very out like I said, and I haven't mentioned before, like you're very outspoken. Mm-hmm. You, you have this uh, this je ne sais quoi. This like, am I even using that term right? I think so. Like you have this, I don't give a fuck attitude about yeah. One about life. Yeah. Uh-huh. One about you know art. Mm-hmm. Three about music and four about your city. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> what fuels that passion for you to just be that nonchalant? This is who I am. I'm speaking my truth, um, like it or not. It's funny because like I I feel like I spent a lot of like my adolescence and my teenage years um, with a lot of anxiety and like really shy, and mm. I still have like you know certain kind of social anxieties. But at the same time, like um, I just don't see a reason for me to not say what's on my mind because I just feel like you're gonna spin around and and you're gonna get to a point where you're going to be too old or you know right. what I mean? Like there's going to be so many circumstances where you might not be able to speak your mind right. anymore. So I just, I don't see why I shouldn't. Everyone else does. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm smart as hell. So I don't see why not. No, but you are an intelligent person because there, there are certain tweets, you know, especially when you're, <laughs> when you're dealing with certain, you know, whether it's, you know, in, in politics, mm-hmm. whether it's in, you know, obviously Right now, especially in this 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 day and age, like race relations, right? Um, y- y- you won't you don't put up with shit. No, is that you know if, and I think that's where it's like more more so with me. Like I'm a little bit reserved. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like I'll turn on my Twitter feed, and then Jay is literally saying <laughs> the exact same thing that I was thinking in my head, but it's like okay, I can't really put my thoughts in there. You 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 do that for us, but there's a lot of people that actually relate. To what you do, like even for instance, now and this is where I'm going to kind of segue into the music. Mm-hmm. Um, as we mentioned, you know, you're writing for Complex, you're writing for BuzzFeed, and you know, you get that one-two submission mm-hmm. from a set artist that says, "Yo, I got that hot shit in right. Subject Line," and it's not. <laughs> I honestly hot. like this. I mean, this sounds really mean. I just, I usually just don't reply. What? Um, it's hard. Like, how am I supposed to reply and be like, hey, like, your music is actually super terrible. I don't know how. <laughs> like, I usually just don't reply. Um, and then, honestly, like, I don't, I feel like I don't get as many, um, like, direct artist submissions mm-hmm. now. Um, I think people see my byline 
on Complex. And I'm like, my contact information is super easy to find. Right. So a lot of like PR companies or, you know, manager companies will reach out to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just think it's weird. Like, because I think about the times when I have, because obviously we have a bunch of artist friends. Mm-hmm. And before I was writing full time, I was kind of like doing the flip side of like trying to help my friends get onto blog right. and stuff like that. So I was kind of, I guess, doing like the others, the, I guess, more the PR side, even mm-hmm. though it's not my specialty at all. Um, it worked. So, yeah, no, but like, <laughs> I, I'm just thinking about like the lack of like, um, they don't even want to like build a relationship. Like it's just very like, uh, like here's my music. Like right. you know what I mean? Like the worst the worst thing that you can do is like send it on Twitter, like DM it to me. Like I actually have it in my bio. I do that too. Yeah, I hate it. I actually have it in my Twitter bio, like, do not dim- DM me your music. I'ma delete it. Wow. See, and that's the, and that's uh, <laughs> and that's the hard part because it's like it's two different worlds. I gotta I got like like I said, I have a show every Monday night in G. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shameless promotion. Um, and then for instance, now you, you started off with the podcast, Free Goods, mm-hmm. um, a good strong about six or seven episodes. Yeah. And then like, cause, and that's what I'm saying. You kind of beat me to the punch because you're even beyond like, you know, the terrible artists, mm-hmm. you always rep your city. You I all, do. You, we, you always rep Toronto. We have so many amazing artists. Um, let me, okay. Let me flip this question to you and then I'm going to kind of get into the podcast. Mm-hmm. Who are the, I'm not going to really pick your brain too much. Who are the top three artists from this city other than the big three? Who are the big three? Like well, Drake, The, the Weeknd. The The Weeknds, The Justin Biebs, you know, stuff First like that. First of all, Bieber's not even from our city, so I would never Technically name him. Technically speaking, he's... he's we don't he, rep Stratford. He had that one album when he was like in his like light skinned black man phase, and I really purpose? enjoyed journals. Journals and purpose. That was that journals was, like, was a problem. Journals though. was a pro- like that was him. Like he was like he was a light skinned man. <laughs> he was a light skinned black man in those times. Well, okay, <laughs> <laughs> but you see, but you, but you see, the thing about it is, like, I played purpose the other day, mm-hmm. and the track with him and Nas. You Fire. ain't got a crush in it. You ain't got. I pl- I heard that at a party. Was it a wedding? Mm-hmm. And somebody dropped it at a wedding, and I flipped my sh. It was so good. Okay, but okay. So who would be that? The other big three. So Tory Lanez. Let's just put. Okay, so let's so, put. So the big three are Drake's, The Weekends, and Tory Lanez, and the Tory Lanez okay, by so, by default. So who's dope in the city? Um, That's kind of on your radar. Sadani, always Sadani. Um. She's the illest. She she calls herself the rap super mom. She's fucking dope. Mm. Um, she can rap her ass off. She's from the West End. Um, and she's an amazing mom. Like, I just love that duality to her of, like, you're rapping crazy bars that can, mm. I know, make dudes cry. And then you just have this, like, adorable baby girl. And she's just, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so cute, you know? Mm. Um, she reminds me a lot of... She's not from... Um, this other rapper's not from the city, but she reminds me kind of of Baby Mother. She's from... I want to say she's from Tennessee. The artist's name is Baby Mother? Yeah. Excuse me, Baby Mother? Baby Mother. M-O-T-H-A? Yes. Um, I'm oh, sorry. Um, B-B-Y-M-U-T-H-A. She's really dope, too. But um, yeah. I like that. I like that duality of it um so sadani's always always on my radar mm. who else and she's dope life too amazing 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 life which is weird because it's like every time i see her i kind of see like shades of andrina excuse me, i was gonna say andrina mill mm. 
Andrina or Black Lights because she, she ended up changing her name now. Oh, right, right, right. But there's like little shades of that. Yeah. Because you know, just for the love of the art. But let me continue. Sorry. Who else? I'm just, I'm really trying to think now. I only gave you three. I was going to give you five and I was like, no. Nah, I, I feel like I'm time. like drawing a blank right now Um, from the city. Uh, there's a vocalist named Khadija Lopez that's super dope. Crazy good. So good. So good. I keep, uh, listen, I can't even tell you the amount of times that I've played that um Just For You song with her and Devante. Mm-hmm. Wait, Dumb. what? Dumb. Okay, dumb. See, that's how you have exclusive. I don't even have. I don't even dumb. Have that. Like the song is dumb. Um, I have all of it. <laughs> that's all. That's all she sent me. Who else? Who else? Who else? I even know she had a song. Wow. It's like crazy, crazy, crazy. And um, DJ SB. Okay. DJ SB. Because we, we featured DJ on a couple episodes when she jumped on that BT freestyle. Oh yeah. As much as, you know, she, she she didn't really complain, but what she was saying is the fact that it was just the more so the choice thingy. Yeah. And the way that she wanted to deliver. Oh, the beat choice. Yeah. The beat section. It, but was, yeah, but DJ SB is really, really dope. Um, Were you at the show when she jumped on stage with uh, Jay Electronica? I wasn't there, but I saw the video. Like, even before I hit Twitter, she sent it to me. Right. And I was like, See, what exclusive. Shut up. I don't even Shut get this up. stuff, man. You're so extra. For some reason, DJ calls me her dad. It's very bizarre. <laughs> She's like, are you proud of me, dad? And I'm just like, what is wrong with you? But then I'm like, yes, I am very proud of you. <laughs> DJ, I need you. <laughs> I need you on the podcast. She's so ridiculous. Listening. And she's one of the funniest people I know. Anytime I see no, her name in my text, really? I'm just like, oh, my God, what have I done to deserve this? Oh, man. There's so many times where I've responded to her on on, uh, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But there's like, it's, it's more so not just... That ass, but like she's so knowledgeable beyond her, her on beyond her means when she writes. Yeah. Um, her punchline game, and I, I, and it's weird because I even equated like some of her punchlines to like Lloyd Banks. Yeah. Because that's how clever and hilarious she is. Yeah. But if you meet her in person, she's so funny. Oh my goodness. Um. And I, I like that she um touches on a lot of like she talks a lot about mental health. Yes. Um, she talks a lot about her like personal struggles, and I think that that's always an important conversation in hip hop. So. So then, let me ask you this then, and this okay, this is a good. I think this is a good question because mm-hmm. you're a writer. You'll you'll tell me if the questions are good or not. <laughs> um, there tends to be a lack of identity in the city, though. So although mm-hmm. Drake is doing his thing, yeah, you know, the Weekends doing his thing, yeah, you know, the Tories, they're all doing their thing. It's like everybody outside of that circle now. Mm-hmm. Is now like kind of latching on to okay to that. if it's successful for him, right? Let me keep it like this. For, for instance, there's an artist by the name of Darren Falana, okay, which I love. Yeah, um, and he's kind of creating his own path. Yeah. Um, do you tend to find that there's like an identity crisis with when it comes to the, the music that comes out of the city? Yeah, absolutely. I think. Um, oh, sorry. Is that a good question, by the way? It is. A, it is a great question. Okay, and sorry, I want to revel back to your question before and say that Sean Leon is super phenomenal, next. and I have to apologize to him. You should give me four spaces because Sean Leon. That's not the is... point. This is your podcast. <laughs> this is your podcast. Yo. Um. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, Sean Leon is is crazy dope. But um. He's a gift. For real, though. He's a gift. For he's real. Not just beyond his musical means. He's. Okay, continue. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I definitely think that. I remember I, I said before that I think um, Toronto is kind of in this unfortunate space. Unfortunate in the sense that, like, I feel like real artistic breakthrough, like, mm-hmm. culturally can only happen 
from like starting from the bottom in like you know no, no pun, pun intended. intended. Um, See, that's why we're friends. Knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I think you know why I was thinking about it. I think I had just watched some like you know the millionth like hip hop origin documentary that I could think of or whatever, and um, and then just about like how much the blackout in the Bronx and I want to say like it was maybe seventy four mm-hmm. seventy three is connected to the like the hip-hop's existence because like that blackout is why all those sound crews were able to right. steal equipment and then throw parties and right. you know what i mean so i oh i i feel like amazing artistic breakthrough has to be born of something super fucked up mm. unfortunately and i think that toronto is already i mean obviously we know that there's pockets of poverty and things like that right. but i think that the scene that everyone's gravitating towards is this downtown scene this very moneyed and gentrified scene mm-hmm. and i think that for things to come up through that it's um it's like insincere in a way like everyone is just doing it for the appearances and there's right. no heart to it because it's not it's not it's not born of anything mm-hmm. so it's just that's that's my only problem is that everyone is just clinging on to the look of things and like whoever's popping, I'm gonna do that sound. Oh, whoever mm-hmm. is popping over here, I'm gonna do a song that sounds like this. And like no one is getting to like the like the nitty gritty of things and mm-hmm. like what they actually want to sound like because they're just riding whatever wave is gonna, you know, make Even them popping right. on Queen Street. You know what I mean? So that that is my only issue with the Toronto scene is that like it doesn't. Sometimes it feels like it has no heart. Mm, but like okay, so for instance, someone like Cardinal Official. Mm-hmm. We've kind of seen like his his reemerge like more so would I say a more so like a resurrection in a sense of his of his career okay because there's many like stylings and stuff that he's changed within his yeah yeah, yeah. His, his he's adapted really well with like the times right and 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 that's what I'm saying it's like something that uh, okay so let me for it. See, you see, when you get into my space, I get nervous. <laughs> Why? Because like I want to make sure that I'm formulating the right conversation, but then like things kind of pop up, so you're kind of making me real nervous Just right talk now. Just talk, no. And I don't appreciate it one <laughs> bit. Wow. Uh, <laughs> no. So for in, okay. Extra. And the reason why I bring up that identity crisis question was the fact that I can kind of go back to say early two thousands. Mm-hmm. You know, me coming home from school. The best time in Toronto hip hop, by the way. But continue. Drop a bomb on that one. <laughs> um, coming home from school. All right, we got the world premiere mm-hmm. of Cardinal Fishhouse Bacardi Slam. Oh my god! On 106 in Park. Yo, that was the moment. Right, and then to sit there and be like, because mind you, I had the Firestarter Volume One. I had Mike Thugs the record with the with the un- unreleased tracks. Yes, Cardinal, I had them. I bought them. Hey. Played a record. Um, when they're on Young Street. Right. <laughs> um. And then to sit back and be like, wow, that's us. Yeah. That's not just not just black people, but that's Jamaican. You know, right. It, it, it's it, a very specific experience. Like, yeah, it's it's but it's weird because as much as that song, you know, banged out in all the clubs or whatever, we didn't really see the full success of that as much as true as he was staying to his identity. But that was the problem back then is that like. Only recently has the American market really latched onto it because, right. like, any interview that I've seen of of Cardi, he's always talked about how like he always had way more success going to Europe mm-hmm. because, and and obviously London in specific because they 
they're they're basically our siblings. You know what I mean? Yeah. They understand the thing. They are understand they the, the are running. They the cousin or are they the sister? They're our cousins. They're our cousins basically. Like they understand. Are we the, the older cousins or are they the older? Cousins? I think they're the older cousins because like yeah, Canada colonial, is like England's and, child, yeah. right? Um, <laughs> and Western Indies actually started going to England before they started coming they're here, right. really, from like the forties, right? Thank you, Pierre Elliot Trudeau. Right. Um, but yeah, but yeah, no. Like Cardi, he always talks about um, how he always experienced so much more success in England, mm-hmm. in Europe, because they were just a lot more open-minded. Where, whereas Americans, like, it wasn't like. Look at how Drake had to pop. Like he, mm. d- like you think if Drake was coming out talking about Mandem and Ting and this and that, that he would have popped? Absolutely not. They would have told that nigga get the fuck out of here. Still sounds funny saying that. Don't, just, don't disagree. With just that. allow him. <laughs> They would have told him to get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? So like, that's why it didn't work on right. a on a you know American scale back then because they were probably just like, okay, like so are you Canadian? Or are you Jamaican? Mm-hmm. Like what is this shit? You know what I mean? So they don't understand that like people can have multiple identities. Like they don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not that's not a thing. Right. So and it's weird because and it's weird to me because for as much for as many rappers. American rappers that are a actually of Jamaican descent mm-hmm. and like how reggae has always first of all obviously without reggae there is no hip hop obviously you. right thank you but like even just thinking about like in the nineties right in the nineties how like there was so much dance hall like weaved into hip hop in a certain way like a lot more right. than like I can remember from like the two thousands right I think like reggae artists are better rappers than rappers are hundred percent bounty um vibes cartel could out freestyle. Like anybody, yeah. wash yeah. anybody. Beanie. Right. Um, it's just weird that like it kind of moved away from that. And mm. then when people and then for us, that's so that's such a natural combination. Right. And for them to look at that and be like, what what is this? It's just it's strange to me. But yeah, but like that's it felt I wanted that to be the moment, but I understood that where America was at that time, mm. they were that was that couldn't have it. been that moment. But there's a whole bunch of Jamaicans in Brooklyn right now. There's a whole bunch of Jamaicans listening to this thing right now, and you know. Exactly no, no, no. That. I I agree with you because like I actually wrote an article about this for, for BuzzFeed, and um, <laughs> this is what you wanted me to do, didn't you? Oh yeah. Um, I wrote an article about this for BuzzFeed about Drake because like you know when he started to I guess revert to his yeah. like more Toronto side and like you know if if he has a whole bag of black male friends, guaranteed the majority of them are going to be of West Indian descent if mm-hmm. he grew up here. You know what I mean? So he's always in Galloway, right? No, exactly. Right. Galloway is a little hood, and so say, what would Galloway be equivalent to in say New York? I don't think that there is one. Yeah. Nah. I would say Galloway would be East New York. No, uh, it's not that bad. Think of a hood that's like <laughs> you have to. You have to see. We gotta ask wise. Like, what's a hood in New York that's like kind of hood, but wise. like you could still walk around at night? Wise you know what I mean? Tweet us. Because I wouldn't be afraid to walk around Galloway. Yep. <laughs> and I used to live in that area, and my ass made sure my ass was inside my house. But that's first of all, this is a whole other conversation. This is a whole separate conversation. <laughs> all of the all of the places that like this is this, this is okay. There's a difference in Toronto between like places that white people think are hood and places that I think are like mad sketchy. Like Rexdale is <laughs> not, not hood. Rexdale is like not the hood. It, it, nope. It's the hood, but like. No. I'm, what I'm saying is I'm not scared to go to those places. Those okay. are just working class places right. where people of color live. Sherborne and Queen? I'm not going there after 10 p.m. I'm not. Yeah, Jane, stop. <laughs> I'm not. Jane, Jane and Finch at 1 o'clock in the morning, first of all, there's probably someone 
cooking outside. Like, there's probably beer vibes somewhere on Jane Strip. Like, I'll be Chris. I'll look for Sadani and I'll be good up. You're going to be straight. Okay? But, like, like those, like, skid roll kind of places? Hell no. Hell no. You will get stabbed with, like, an empty bottle and no, absolutely not. Did I not. ever tell you the time when I went to um, Jaden Finn? Okay. I, I don't know how we're segueing. I don't know. We're going to get back to it. We, are, we will. We'll find you, our way. But you know how there's the McDonald's at um at Jaden Finch Mall? Mm-hmm. Tell me how I bought a Big Mac and there was no meat in the Big Mac. You know what? That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. And I went back and I said, yo, um, there's no meat in the Big Mac. And the girl cussed didn't she? Yo, yes. Why'd you take it out? <laughs> Obviously, you took it out and brought back the bread. Are you dumb? That's fine. <laughs> yo, Okay. <laughs> That, oh, this is this is this is bound to Why fail. Why did you do this? Because I'm gonna miss you. One, because you're okay. a good friend of mine. As much as me, and I understand we don't. And here's the thing: what people need to understand: when people are busy, it's okay that they're busy. Mm-hmm. So if you don't hear from them, yeah, don't get mad. Don't throw them aside. Don't yeah. do whatever. Don't throw it in their face. Oh, you ain't got time for me because you're busy. No, they're doing their life. They're trying to get their life life together. Mm-hmm. Be proud for them. So there'll be many times where I would text you and cuss you off sometimes. But you do. It's neither here nor there because <laughs> I just want to know my friend's okay. Yeah. Like, for instance, now, and this is where, like, the initial question was supposed to go. Okay. In regards to the podcast. That was, like, a good five minutes of banter. That's so fine. I love it. So, you know, something like, you know, the Free Goods podcast, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you had this idea of getting some of your, you know, closest friends. Mm-hmm. And friends that love the culture, that mm-hmm. love the art, that love the music, and just to sit down in a room and just literally throw artists at each other mm-hmm. and say, "Yo, have you checked out this person? Have you checked out that person?" You mm-hmm. know, obviously there'd be like a subject of the day in your in your podcast, but the whole premise, the whole premise of see, I'm using big words with you, <laughs> vocabulary on one thousand. Part of you. Um, thank you, I appreciate it. Um, you would shine a light on some of these artists that never really get that sense of spotlight mm-hmm. um for instance like your free goods playlist yeah which is still fresh that i'm still catching up to now mm-hmm. um what would lead you to even thinking of it to saying you know what let's shed some light on some of these kids well it's two things um because you know the, the hater in the back would be like nah they don't deserve it cause right, right, right. shit or um well it was it was a combination of two things well so the podcast that I was on previous to this one was called Galcast, and we had a segment on the show um, called Song of the Week, mm-hmm. and just based on like the way that people would tweet about it, like I felt like that was everybody's favorite part. Right, and you um, were responsible. Yes, I'm gonna say it. you <laughs> were responsible for that. Thanks. <clears throat> um, yeah, no, I I feel like that was everyone's favorite part, and I think that like. Now that playlists are a thing, not mm-hmm. even just playlists, like just the fact that we are taking in so much content and new music all the time. Right. But I feel like there's not really a space to a contextualize it. And there's also not a space to like sort through it. Like there's mm-hmm. there's new shit every day, every all the day. time. Now every day. more than ever. Right. Now more than ever. And everyone has a playlist and every blog has a playlist and every this. You know what I mean? And right. it's like, what do I start with first? Like, I feel like there's so many new artists to listen to mm-hmm. that I mean, I'm guilty of it sometimes, and I, I force myself for the purpose of, um, I was forced myself for the purpose of the show, mm-hmm. and, but like 
I felt so overwhelmed at some point, so I'm just like, I'm just going to continue listening to these 10 songs from 1996 <laughs> <laughs> because this is where I feel comfortable. Because <laughs> um, it's overwhelming. Oh, and it's... um. <laughs> so if you want to submit your music to uh, to Jay, it's, email Jay at... No, I'm joking. Stop your noise. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, so it was that. And then also... Um, just these conversations that I would have with one friend in particular, um, a friend of mine named Aiden. Shout out to Aiden, mm-hmm. aka Young Marvin in the Cut. He is right. Forgive me. That's fine. I'll allow it. Um, he's actually a manager to a um, a super dope artist named City Fidelia. Yes. Oh, what the? You know, I never knew his last name. Yeah. yeah. I just know him as Aiden. Yeah. Um, Excuse me, English. Um, his no, his, his name is actually Aiden, but doesn't he look like Marvin Gaye, Loki? Think about it. Yes. That's why I call him wears, Young Marvin the Cut. When he wears a scully. <laughs> I told you. This is frightening wow, to he's, me. He's going to get so upset when he hears this. That's fine. Um. Anyways, now, so. Yo, me my and, mind just exploded. Right. So me and Aiden have this kind of friendship where, like, we'll always, we're always putting each other onto people. Right. And, like, he knows so much more music than I do. So when I think I'm putting him on, he's like, I was at their show last week. And Which I'm like, shit. So, Which like, right. Truth. So, like, he'll put me onto people and, like, they're always dope. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just like, oh, have you heard of this person? Have you heard of that person? And he's like, I have their EP. I know them. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, nigga, then. Fine. That's cool. But like sometimes I'll get one in and I'm feel so, and I feel so hype. I feel so hype. Yeah. But um. But it's yeah. Like, just it's like me with you every time. It's wow, like, hey. you're so extra. But yeah, no, we ha- that's the kind of friendship I that okay. I didn't know. Khade- yeah, I'm cutting you off. I don't care. This is me. <sighs> this is me venting. You had the Khadijah Lopez song with Devonte. I don't have it. Devon- I just, me and Devonte text like every day. I just be knowing. That's that's the difference. I just be knowing. I feel blacklisted. But continue. Anywho. Um, that's just the kind of relationship that we have, and it's always really fun. I think putting people onto music is mad intimate, right? And it's just really fun, and um, yeah, like I, I don't, I, I feel like that's something that I haven't really heard on on that many podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously because there's like copyright things and, mm-hmm. and all these things so like there's a lot of podcasts shy away from using music or like right. really talking about music. So I w- was always trying to figure out ways to like incorporate it and like not get you know scooped off soundcloud Mm -hmm. or whatnot so um yeah that was just really important to me because i i always think about all the all of the friends of mine who have way better taste than me Mm -hmm. who put me onto music and now that the age of the blog is really dying Mm -hmm. it's back to word of mouth as to how you find out about people like word of mouth and like social media like sometimes you'll see like a random you know, video on Twitter of like a girl doing like a short makeup tutorial, and then they're just like, okay, but like, what song is that? You know what I mean? And it's like people are finding music in such weird ways now, mm-hmm. and it's just, yeah, po- and and podcasts are, are are an important part of that. Well, all I can say is, if you guys have not caught up, yes, and as she say, stated before at the beginning, she took she took a little bit of a hiatus from mm-hmm. the podcast because her life is literally spiraling in in good ways yes spiraling in many ways because of the fact that you know she's moving on to a greener pasture by the name of complex usa Mm -hmm. um but before i touch that because i'm I'm not gonna spend too much time because i know you gotta go home i know you gotta pack i know you gotta (laughs) kiss your you know kiss your babies call up your girlfriends say and we love our city uh, here comes Specs, the rhythm track master. 
and he's gonna probably enter this door in five. No, we're, we're, we're I'm keeping all of this You're in the pot. Oh, I'm keeping I've never all met of specs. it. Never. I just no, know. I'll, I'll I just introduce. know the voice. I'll know? introduce you in a bit. Okay. He's 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 a nut, but he's a musical nut. Yeah. Pause. Pause. Wow. Um, we love our city. Mm-hmm. We love Toronto. We love Canada for the most part. Mm-hmm. However, and I, as I said before, the identity crisis kind of leads to the artistry kind of being dumbed down mm-hmm. in some senses. Yeah. In your opinion, and this is only your opinion, and I may agree with it, I may not. Well, majority of the time I do agree with you. Um, how can the artistry be better to see more success come out of this, this from from the city? It just has to be honest. It just has to be um true to that particular artist mm-hmm. it has to be um what's the word i'm looking for it can't be contrived it can't be um you know you can't always be thinking about like oh what like dark hidden face photo shoot will go with this song right um right. you can't like you can't always <laughs> <laughs> Yo, because I will say this. Okay, I, I don't mean to cut you off again. Mm. But that you see, that's what keeps the, the wheels. Me and Jay are like the same person. Obviously, <laughs> she's female. I'm a male. She's more outspoken. I'm more reserved and more, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I can agree. I will get 5, 10, 15 submissions of probably the same picture. Yeah, like why is your press photo obscured? I don't. I'm not posting this anywhere. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's a lot of thought put into the aesthetics of Mm. things and who can look, you know, the moodiest. And (laughs) it's just, it's just boring. And it's just, it just doesn't, it just feels dishonest. Right. And, um, and the music sounds like everything else. It doesn't, it doesn't inspire me. It doesn't move me. Mm -hmm. Um, you're not saying anything new. You're not saying anything original. You're not even saying anything about yourself. So... Yeah, like it just it has to be honest and you have to figure out like what what are you saying and why mm-hmm. and to who. So this is my girl Jay, yo. She's she's dope. Um <laughs> okay, I got two more questions. That's that's okay with you. Can, yeah. Okay, I know I kind of went over my 25 minutes. I don't have the $50 to pay you for that hour. <laughs> so I they, listen. I accept credit, I accept PayPal. Yeah, I'd, I'd have no? none of that. I'm getting married okay. in November, man. I have okay. no money for you. That's fine. All I got is love, affection, and, you know. I don't have any and, use for and, any and, of those and, things. Yeah, because my, you know, fiancé has that. Right. I got jerk chicken. Um. Okay, I'll take that. The other Other sides? Like what? Like Of course, the, the, the huge. Okay. Is it pot bottom rice? Like, let's talk about no, this. No, 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 we don't, we don't scrape from there. We're, we're, we're of upper echelon. Excellent. We, we do, we do things better. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I spoke to Michael Asante, who you know well, uh, A&R. Okay. Um, he actually runs this. I think if you see the face, you know. The I name. know him. I know. You heard me. You know, we know of him. We know each other like in passing. Okay. Yes. Then that's the problem. It's like everybody knows each other in passing. In passing you just yeah. don't know each other. Yes. Well, you know of him. Yeah, for sure. Um, I had him last episode and he was talking about the infrastructure and, and, and how it's not really designed for, you know, for us. What infrastructure? Please elaborate on that. Um, I think 
when you're talking about infrastructure as far as urban music goes, as far as black music goes. That's exactly what that's what he was talking about. It's but, very yeah. lacking. There's definitely people that are working towards making it a lot better mm-hmm. and changing the, what the landscape looks like. But it's definitely lacking in comparison to, um, you know, the scenes that traditionally flourish out of Canada. Right. We're talking indie. We're talking rock, country, mm-hmm. folk. You know what I mean? Those are the genres that typically flourish and they can tour anywhere across the country and mm-hmm. it's whatever. So I think infrastructure wise, it's 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 difficult in this city. Right. Um, you know, it was kind of difficult as far as radio went for for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's issues with the venues and them not wanting like there's a lot of venues that don't want to have certain kind of events that they're in their spaces. No, so, no, say what it is. Yeah, they don't want black music there. Straight. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just it it's just. It just feels like there's a lot of obstacles and barriers at a lot of turns on the institutional level. Mm-hmm. You know, we do have access to a lot of, like, amazing arts grants and and, and funding and things like that. But right. the people that sit on these boards and on these judging panels are people that are not familiar with black music. Mm-hmm. So when they get a submission, they don't they don't even they don't know the quality of it. Like, they, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, if you are a, you know, 50, 60 year old white guy who's looking at this submission of a rapper and all you're hearing is, oh, you're swearing so much. You know what I mean? So, like, you don't... There are a lot of artists that are falling through the cracks. And then not even that. It's like there's a lot of artists that don't even know about these things. You know what I mean? I I mean, Google is is available for everybody and the information is available online. but But I do feel like there are certain spaces that it's kind of, like mingling around in like one pool and everyone is already at you know what i mean like if you're already standing at the waiting pool then of course you can see all the information but if you're way over in the field you don't even know that there's a waiting pool so you know like i didn't even um i'm thinking about something like a friend of mine was putting me on to like writing fellowships i'm just like what the fuck is a writing fellowship what is that so a writing fellowship (laughs) is like it's basically like like i didn't know this like writers can apply for grants so like there's different it's, it'll either be like a publishing company or like different organizations that um, like, let's say you're you want to write about a specific topic or like mm-hmm. research a specific topic. Um, you get grant money and they like they put you up mm-hmm. and you just write whatever your piece is. And there's fellowships like all over the world like this. And I had no idea. I'm just like, I didn't even know this was a thing. They have some like my friend was telling me about one that like you're like you stay in like this dope house in the wilderness in fucking British Columbia and you just like write. For three months and you get like thousands of dollars there are the uh, there are there are these things that exist that unless right. you're in these kind of specific circles white around. liberal artsy right. spaces you're not even going to know these things exist wow wow right um okay i'm gonna wrap it up with this yeah because when you, when you come back for carabana <laughs> we're gonna have you for part two i okay. promise you that or if we have to do facetime thing and We'll make it work. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Mm, if you can, with your writing expertise, mm-hmm. give one word uh, for kind of like, I guess, an ignition word per se to get Toronto on its feet. Yeah, I know it sounds weird, but what's one word that you can say for someone to hear it, hear that word coming out of your mouth and say, wow. It can this can change everything for me music music wise. Hmm. It can be good. It be, it can be bad. It can be negative. It can be positive. Although they are the same stuff, but 
Now I gotta think about this. Um, I, I, I think I want to go back to what I was saying before and say, honesty. Mm. Honesty. Be honest. Yeah. It's simple, but I'm telling you, there's a lot of artists that are um, not doing that. They're not being honest with themselves. I don't even mean that in a shady way. No, I mean, <laughs> I hear, I hear it because I think the best, the best art comes out of honesty, hundred percent, out, out of truth. Yeah. I shouldn't even say. I, let's kind of put it into that realm of truth. Yeah. Um, if you don't know, and my, I have a good friend who goes by the name of Mahuli Chai, and he has this, this saying where he says, "Stand in the truth of who you are." Mm-hmm. If you don't know your truth, yeah, you're not standing. Yeah. And I think that's what could make Canadian or not just Canadian, say Canadian music. Toronto black music, because I hate using the word urban. Mm-hmm. Um, Toronto black music really stand as long as we know who, what our truth is. Yeah, um, we're we're un, we're unstoppable. Yeah, I agree. You know, um, any last thoughts before you go to New York? Um, <laughs> I know I said I had one more question, but last this is the conversation. This is like it's so fun to talk with you. <laughs> Um, I don't know, man. I, I just don't be afraid to like create outside of the margins. Mm-hmm. Don't think that just because some, uh, you know, a particular vibe or, or whatever is working for this artist, that that's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Some of the artists that I appreciate most from this city and otherwise are the ones that are different and aren't afraid to be different. Mm-hmm. Um. And are, you know, and not that they don't grow and and play around with different sounds or different, you know, themes or whatever. It's just like they are always very like steadfast to who they, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? To like who they are and what their sound is and what they want to accomplish. And they kind of ignore the noise that's right. going on around it. Like, like I said earlier, like you don't have to always be like fucking dark and gloomy with throwaway trap beats. It's not that deep. Like, you don't, you know what I mean? Like, I, I tweeted something a couple weeks ago. I was talking specifically about R&B, but I think it, it could go for anything. Like, not everyday music to smoke to. Mm. Not everyday. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you do other things. Other than smoking. Right. Like, I just feel like they're just so, they're just such a breadth of um places that black music can go. I just think that it would be a waste for everything to sound the same. Mm-hmm. And it's it's almost to the point where like it kind of doesn't even really sound like Toronto anymore. It's just it's a lot of it things. It sounds like the machine. Yeah. Jay, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> You're so extra. Wow, what a conversation! Uh, big shout out to my good friend again, Jay Fiasco, for stopping through the podcast and just just reminiscing on the good times and but also instilling a word of encouragement for all the artists it's cool you know to follow the trend but it's better to stand in the truth of who you are be honest with your music so again jay thank you for coming through make sure to follow her on instagram and on twitter jay fiasco and for all her variety i think she has a website if i'm not mistaken but we'll if anything if i know i'm right 
We'll put the link in the description below so you can always click and see what she's up to. Um, yeah, for this year. But again, you know, congrats to all the endeavors that you're doing and more success. And don't forget us here in Toronto. But of course, we can never end the podcast with, without the hot cake of the week. Um, unfortunately, Drew is still not here with me. <sighs> don't worry, I'm joking. He'll be back next week. Um, but we have a great song, as as Jay mentioned, um, some of the artists that she's looking forward to hearing um, that are coming out of the city. One artist in particular by the name of Sedani. She has been having such a crazy, you know, a late 2017, a good 2018. And um, I'm hoping to get some music from her. <clears throat> but here is the hot kick of the week by none other than the West End's very own Sedani. And this hot cake comes by way of Jay Fiasco. Remember to follow us on all social media sites, uh, Instagram.com slash Maple Syrup Podcast, Maple Syrup Show on Twitter. Make sure to follow me, R-D-O-T-C-H-U-N-G on Instagram and Twitter. And follow AJ Lift in his absence, AJ Lift one of course, for all your health, strength, and uh, bodily needs. Pause. Not like that. Okay. But he's a he's a he's an amazing bodybuilder. He's actually helping me out because I'm getting married this year. So you know, summer body 2018 is on deck. And uh, yeah, we'll be back to normal next week. So remember, maple syrup is sweet, not sappy. Here's the hot kick of the week. Make sure to also check out the Spotify playlist. Make sure to look for the maple syrup podcast in your search engine. Maple syrup podcast playlist, and uh, obviously. The playlist will be updated every Thursday, even if we don't have a show, even if we do, that playlist will be updated every Thursday. Thank you for subscribing. Make sure if you haven't subscribed, subscribe now. So hit, you know, that subscribe button on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and make sure to give us five star rating. We lead it. We enjoy it. We love it. Anyway, Toronto world. Have a great day. Have a great night. Have a great weekend. Whatever it is, it's the Maple Syrup Podcast. Ooh, give me some of that sweet, sweet syrup, baby. Like you got weight for the gram, not a gram, a hundred pounds of bitch and you would switch, you a flipper, you fish, you shifty, shifting, whipping about they kitchen, they chicken, they cooking, bubble beat the burner at the Babylon Fossey, don't fucking watch me bake my bread, need the dough, you know fluffy, muffy, a dumpling, pumping weight from eight to eight, always eating greedy, I'm stuffing pocket stuffles with the heat, food, I'm ducking, bucky, I'm mucky, see and don't see me, you buck me, I'm bucky, loco, you lucky, nigga. I might flirt, flirt, do my dirt, dirt Fucking Uber with the word, word I might reach first, no names We don't need phones, you're just too hot Bummer man, funny runner man From my old block, older head Pre and little girls, you a fucking joke Toss them in the Humber River With a hundred little pokes, where you stay at We gon' clean it out, all up in your house In your spot, super duper hot Ow Mommy hold the weight, work the cake And a hungry nigga eat, he licking down the plate Then a date, you a fucking lame, you in the club Welly checking your shorty's whip Paying for pussy that you troll, nigga Bold nigga, little dick I 
dry your conversation That the DM, I don't see them lean Niggas when they at me, doop doop when they at me Pat me down for what? You can get jammed in your party No Bacardi, everybody got Percy Henny mix My goons sick Southside, where the watches let it fly On my mama, bang bang You can't Google where we hang But in where your nana stay and be in land I said they don't give a fuck Keep the okie dokie talk Oh my God, I've been on my crime shit Grime shit, super slime shit Cocaine in the water, game your daughter trip